Hi everyone, welcome to Be Blessed Podcast. This is your host, Elaine, and welcome back. Happy Tuesday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I know I did. I This Saturday, I went to the worship rally in Pennsylvania, and it was amazingly blessing. Every time I go there, I lost count how many times I went, to be honest. But every time I go there, I learn something new about Jesus, his peoples, and me. Every time I go, I let go more of whatever I'm dealing with and my past because it is a process. And I get refilled again all the time with Jesus' love, compassion, and understanding. I recommend this to everyone <laughs> because I every time I go there, I, f- I just feel his presence. I feel his presence. I feel the angels are there singing with us, praising. And it's every time I go there, it's like I tell myself, okay, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. And forget it. It's just there's no way. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> Because you really feel, you know, God's presence. And when you feel his presence, it's like you can't really hold your tears anymore, you know. You got to just let it out. And it feels good to let it out, to just let everything at his feet. And what I'm saying right now, what we're going to talk about ties everything perfectly. Because in this um, chapter, in the book of 12-week Bible study, journal worship book are you making a sound um by uh, sarah marie papalo which is still available in amazon so on page 49 it talks about release god's power on the scene on second chronicles 2017 you will not need to fight in this battle position yourself stand stand still and see the salvation of the lord so we already spoke about some incredible battles that we, you know, win. We can win through worship and praise or we already won. In this chapter, we are going to talk about King Jehoshaphat. How in the last battle, how he won. We're going to focus on this chapter on just... How incredibly powerful and vital our worship is to living a life of victory. This is probably the most quoted scripture from this story in the following. The battle is not yours, but God's. That is in 2 Chronicles 2015. As powerful and as edifying as that is, that's page 15 sorry it is important to understand the entire context of that promise god declares that he will fight for us but first we must be walking in obedience to him sometimes you know we want him to fight for us and at the same time We want to do it our way. We have to listen to God. We have to 
listen to his instructions, to his next step, his guidance. You know, sometimes you want to move to another state, you know. Sometimes we want to go to another church. Sometimes we don't want to go to church. Sometimes we might, I'm not married or divorced, so, but I'm just saying, you know, as an example, sometimes we want to divorce from our partners, from our spouses. Sometimes, you know, we want to quit our jobs. And what I've, what I've, what I have learned so far in my experience is that a lot of those decisions are emotional and fleshy. You know, your flesh is very powerful. Very powerful. Self-love is very powerful. And if we are if you let your feelings to govern you, you are going to be in deep trouble. There's going to be a lot, a lot of consequences. And I've done that. I, I experienced that, you know. I've done a lot of things that I'm like, I'm good. I, I want to do it because I want to do it, you know, because I feel like it. We all have done that. We all have done that. And and then I also learned that when I do wait, when I do listen, well, reverse. When I do listen <laughs> and when I do wait, it always goes well obviously the in during the process there could be a lot of problems and obstacles stuff like that but when you continue when you continue to fight when you continue to wait when you continue to stand firm stay still god always has a perfect plan for whatever you're going through at the end of the tunnel always i'm gonna tell you a little testimony now it just came to mind and it just ties with this. And I was talking to one of my sisters about this yesterday. Before I moved in this apartment where I live right now, I was renting a room and I was praying to God, I want my own place. Be careful what you pray for because um, if he approves it, you're going to go through it. I'm just saying, sometimes, you know, it could happen in one, two, three, but then sometimes there's a process. So I was praying and praying, God, I, I really want to move out. Like, I'm so tired of, you know, renting rooms and living with other families and roommates. Like, I just want my own place. You know, it's been a long time. I, I think I did my own. I think I did my time of living with people. So I think it's time for me to live alone, you know? But there was a lot of if and buts and stuff like that, right? Um, I was going through jobs, you know, and I didn't have a job that nobody really wanted to hire me because of, you know, I wasn't making enough. So, out of nowhere, my roommate's like, I need your room and you're going to have to move out. I already knew right then and there, okay, this journey is going to start now. This process is going to start now. This is from God now. I I already knew. I didn't even fight with the lady. I already knew that God told her to do that. I know that she didn't know, but you know, if you go to church, you're 
child of God, you already know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I didn't even fight her. I was like, okay. Because I know that I, God already answered my prayer right then and there. And it was a process. It was a process. A lot of people during that time were offering me their house, their rooms. Oh, I know somebody that could rent you this and that. But God wanted me to take the narrow path. The path that everybody was like, you're crazy. Before this happened, there was a few people that were talking to me about the shelter system in New York City. You know, you go to a shelter, they help you look for an apartment. And basically, they just help you look for an apartment, right? Um, so a lot of people were offering me their places, and I kept saying, no. A lot of them were even free. You don't have a lot of them were like you don't have to pay me rent or you could pay me this much and it wasn't even and it wasn't even much but I was following and listening to what God was saying God was telling me no go to the shelter and I would tell them I'm sorry but the shelter is what God wants me to do and they would tell me oh my god you really going to do that and I'm like yes I'm going to do that because I know that God is going to get me through that. And I know that is right now it doesn't look good, but it there has to be a spectacular apartment that is waiting for me, that he's preparing for me. So I went, you know, I moved out my stuff, whatever. I'm trying to make this story short, but it's because it's not really short. It's very long. Anyways. I went to the shelter, the old, the the general shelter here in the Bronx, New York. All women, and let me tell you, I felt like I was in one. I felt like I was in a horror movie. It was horrible for one night. I was there for one night. I went to bed crying, but I knew that I was like God. I know you have a plan for this. That was Saturday. The day before that, it was my birthday. So I went to the shelter a day after my birthday. The next day was Sunday. I went to church on Sunday. And usually in these shelters, you stay two weeks and more, sometimes months. It all depends. And it also depends if you have a job or not. I had a job. So, but still, the even if you had a job, you still would have to stay there at least for a week or two, from what I was told. I went to church on Sunday came back to the shelter and they said, oh, we're going to transfer you to a hotel. I was like, wow. God is moving fast. This is gone. A lady looked at me in there and said, wow, how, what did you do? What, like, who do you, like, who did you spoke to? And I said, I spoke to nobody. That was all God. And she was like, she she could not believe it. Because she said she's been there for a month. I don't, re- I don't remember if she was there for a month or two. But, I mean, that's longer, longer than a day. She just couldn't believe it. She could not believe it. And I could. Because I knew that that was God. I was only there for one night. One night, all that was all gone. 
So, I, you know, they, they moved me to a hotel, Holiday Inn, all the way in Manhattan, Delancey. I was two hours away from church. You know, it was very hard. But I was also blessed that I was in the shelter. Well, during this the, the shelter process, they give you a caseworker. And a lot of the people that were already in the hotel were there for a year. To make this short story short, I got my apartment within six months. Six months. That was gone. They gave me... God plays all the people at the right time, at the right place. And I got my apartment because of him. Then my apartment was, you know, obviously we live in New York City. You know, the rent is high. I was, you know, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. Guess what God does? He gives me a job that I could pay for the rent. I have never missed the rent because of him. You tell me that was not gone. That was gone. Sorry. I Sorry. I'm, I'm, every time I think about this and I talk about this, I get, it's like I'm, I relive. I relive it all the time because I, I get so shocked still that God did that in my life. And I had to do nothing. And I did mess up during the process too. I did. It was hard during the process. Very hard. But I kept I kept on hold, holding on. I said, no. God has a plan. I know he has a plan. I know this is him. I could tell that this is him. And even, and even during that, the enemy was targeting me like crazy. Like crazy. You have no idea. And so that's why that testimony really ties with, with this. You know, I had to just believe in God, believe the promise, still push forward. And I was still praying. I was still praying in the shelter. I was still worshiping. You know, I will be in the bathroom and I will, because in one room, I, I only had to share with one person. But, you know, I will pray and I will still worship and, you know, I will try to talk to them about God. I'll read my Bible. So if God can do that in my life, he could do that with anybody. That's why it's so important to stay, stand still, stay still. Because when it's from him, you will know, you will know. And I noticed that when you do your own plan by your flesh, your own feelings and your ego, your pride, and, oh, because I feel like doing it, has it ever, like, gone smoothly? There's always problems, right? Maybe some, maybe in the beginning it looks good, and then along the way it just crumbles down because it wasn't the plan that God intended for you. 
And I know people are going to say, but God gave us free will. Exactly. But you have a choice. If you choose God, it's going to go his way. If you choose the world, then it's, you know, it's going to go another way, not his way. So, in, in page 50, as powerful as edifying as that is, it is important to understand the entire contact of that promise. God declares that he will fight for us, but first we must be walking in obedience in him. Joseph was afraid because a huge army was coming to battle against him. His army was completely outnumbered and defeating them appeared to be an impossible task. Yes, sometimes you might be like, I don't know how am I going to do this? This and that, but that, but this, but that, but that, but that. All the questions and all the doubties and the buts and the it's. Just believe in God. That's it. Just believe that he could do it and he's going to do it for you and that's it. You don't have to worry about the about how you're going to get there, the money, but this, but that. If it's from God, it's just going to happen. And you just have to obey. So what were the steps that led him from the people of Judah to victory? How did his obedience release God's supernatural power on the scene? How did Joseph not do? How did worship and praise play a role in this story? How can we model this behavior in our own lives? It is easy to allow our life's challenges to completely overwhelm us and paralyze us with fear and anxiety. Yes, that is so true. Sometimes we all been through situations where where we just give up and we just be like, forget it. You know what? I give up. It's not going to work. Just forget it. Right? We all have been through that. We cannot let that to happen to us. We we are warriors of God, armies. We are soldiers of the army of God. We cannot give up. We're not quitters, right? We need to continue to push forward. That's what's going to make us a stronger warrior in Christ. That's what your family and your friends are going to see. Wow, this person doesn't give up. Wow, this person continues. Wow, I want what they want. What you're doing for yourself is also doing for your family, for your friends and strangers. Continue to fight the good battle. However, the answer is not to run away or wallow in our own self-pity. The answer is always to seek God first. Yes. Putting aside everything holding us back and asking the asking the Lord to guide our steps. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Love this book. <laughs> Once we realize that we cannot overcome the trials and the tribulations of this world by our own strength and might, we learn of a better way. We trust and offer our praises to Jesus, declaring his power over our situation, taking our position as true worshipers of the father and then standing still allowing him to do what he needs to do so if you 
thinking of anything. You know, you want to move, you want to do this and that, whatever it is. My advice is ask God. God, is this the right move for me to do? Is this what you want? Is this in your will? I want this, but is this is this is this going to be good for me? Do you think that this plan is good for me, God? If this is good for me from you, do you approve this? God, please make it happen. Ask God first. He could be he could be not that he could, is that he is protecting you from a lot of things. And and if it's and if it's in his will, his will be done. If he wants you to stay at a place because he wants you to teach others, or or you know you're not maybe you're not ready to to go to another place because you have to learn something. You have to learn how to let go. You need to learn how to love. You need to learn how to love, um, trust. Maybe you're not ready for the next step. So always ask, ask God for guidance. What should I do, God? He might tell you there. He might not. He might. You might find the answers later. But do not give up. Continue. Sometimes, you know, the road doesn't look good. But if he told you to do it, go ahead and do it. And believe that he is going to be at the other end waiting for you. Because that's how I felt when this whole process with, you know, the shelter and this apartment. He was preparing me. Preparing me for a better place for me to live. And I'm still here. And it's just so much better when you listen to him because when you trust in him and you just wait on him and you give all your battles to him, it's, I, I really, it's so hard for me to explain because there's no other feeling that could replace this. Like, just the fact that he will provide all the time. He always provides. He always comes at the right time, at the right moment, at the right place. It's it's like he knows. He, I mean, he does. He knows. And we let the world worry us. We let, you know, um, negativity. Sometimes we are around negativity, you know, some some people can be nice, you know. Some people can be nice, but we have to be careful, too. Because sometimes the negativity can spill over you and take over. So you have to protect yourself from negativity. We can love, we can pray for people. But sometimes we have to, unfortunately separate ourselves with from toxic you know in situations 
And God knows. And just continue to pray. Continue to pray. Show them love. But it's very important that we continue to trust in God and that he will fight our battles. He will find a solution. He has a solution. He is the solution. So in page 55, we're at the end where it says, enter the gates. It says, I encourage you to take a few minutes right now, wherever you are, and enter into the time of Hala. Hala worship. Hala worship. Sorry. That's in the beginning of the book. And praise into the Lord. Position yourself, stand still, believe, and celebrate that God, the God that you serve and trust, watch him release his supernatural promise over your situation. You do not need to physically fight in this battle. Just worship, believe, and rave about your powerful and merciful God who he is always ready to save. So our weapon is worship. When we're going through a trial, when we're just, you know, stressed out, depressed, anxiety, when we're going through a storm, pray, worship. Pray and worship. Talk to God. And in page 57, which this one is one of my favorites. I have a lot of favorite scriptures, but and so this is one of them. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Second Chronicles 20, 21. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. I love that scripture. Sometimes I just, you know like um, free worship and I just sing this over and over and over and over and over because I feel that this is just so powerful I mean the whole book is powerful of course (laughs) but this scripture is beyond powerful so in the next episode we will talk about a weapon of defense so remember whatever plans you're planning ask God first and watch what you pray for because you know like what just happened to me would you do that if if God told you take the shelter and you know how the shelter is crazy people in there unfortunately right people that are you know are not there and it's just it's it's very heavy very heavy um place you know with a lot of bad things i don't want to go into details with that but you already know what i'm talking about and then to be transferred in the hotel you know and then have sleep in the room with a stranger you know and then as for me i was around also you know bars you know, I did have a drinking problem. And that was on temptation. So I, the process was tough. You know, then there was a curfew. 
<laughs> you know, and the the church was two hours away from Manhattan. So, if God would tell you, well, this was going to happen during your process, are you going to do it? Probably not, right? Sometimes we just have to go and do it with our eyes closed and be like, you know what, God, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that you know what you are doing, and I know that you are going to get me through this because you told me to go through this. You told me to go through this. You told me to take this route, so I'm going to take this route. This route don't look pretty, but I'm going to have to go through it. Please, God, give me the strength. Please give me everything that I need to go through this. So, I know, I witness, I'm a witness to his love, to his power. I'm a witness to everything that he is. And just be careful what you pray for because if you really want it, you're going to have to take that role that you probably don't want to take. Listen to him and not to people. Because imagine if I would have listened to the people. I don't know where would I, I don't know where I would be. Probably not here right now, right? In this apartment. Who knows? I probably would have been with some, you know, living somewhere and probably again running to the same situation where I what I was praying for God to break that that cycle. He is a chain breaker. He is. Definitely. Thank God. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this episode, this podcast has blessed you in any way. So thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned for the next episode. God bless you and stay safe. Love you, my Be Blessed family. I love you all. Thank you for your love and support. And follow me, you know, Instagram, uh, face. No, I have Instagram, sorry. Instagram, which is Be Blessed Podcast. And if you want to become a monthly subscriber, you can go or, uh, you can go ahead and do that too. I will change the price because I think it's a little steep, you know. Um, it is $6. Um, and I don't think, I don't really think that's right right now. So I'm going to make it as low as I can. You know, that's only if you want to. You don't have to. But if you do, thank you. And, you know, I love you guys. And if you have any prayer requests, please send it to me as well. And I hope to hear from anybody, you know, um, from whoever's listening. And thank you so much. Sorry, I can keep going. <laughs> thank you so much. I love you guys so much from my um, very deep, from my heart and soul. And uh, I am so overwhelmed, you know, with God's love right now because I can oof, feel him right now, Jesus. And um, I, I'm just, I'm getting this right now, like, mm, just trusting him. Trust him. Trust him because he has a plan for you. Do not move. Do not move until he says so. Don't make that move until he says so. He's going to give you 
the time and day. Wow. So thank you so much for tuning in. God bless. Be blessed. And we'll talk later.